Welcome to The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you answer the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncie, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. And I've served on fiduciary boards for industry, academic, and youth-serving organizations. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the second episode on fundamental ideas it's necessary to understand before developing our strategy. Last time, we saw that bad is stronger than good, at least economically and psychologically, but this apparently discouraging reality can help us avoid a damaging temptation, which is to settle on the first plausible course of action we think of and fool ourselves that it's a strategy. When we settle too quickly, we risk a large opportunity cost, which is our topic for this episode. In principle, the idea of opportunity cost seems simple. If you spend time, money, or effort on one thing, they're not available to spend on something else. The difficulty is in applying it to a particular situation. We feel compelled to get moving. We have our preferred course of action, and its benefits are clear to us. Pausing for evaluation or reevaluation seems like doing nothing at best, and at worst, it seems like a waste of resources. So we demand proof in advance of an obvious and overwhelming opportunity cost. And of course, there can't be such proof. Before the fact, financial measurements are only projections. Estimating cost becomes even harder if we consider factors such as the quality of relationships or public perception of our organization that can't be assigned a price. And then there are potential unseen costs, the unknown unknowns, alternatives we may not have imagined. The practical task of estimating opportunity cost in advance looks impossible, and so we tell ourselves it's pointless speculation. Recently, a team from the Frankfurt School of Finance and Management studied 200 of Sony Ericsson's cell phone projects over 10 years. Only one-sixth of these projects were canceled before launch. Ironically, evidence of serious problems with a project made cancellation less likely. The company overestimated revenue from these 200 projects by an average of 100%. The researchers concluded that with the development of flops drowning out more promising projects, Sony Ericsson couldn't muster enough innovation firepower to respond to the smartphone trend that eventually sealed its fate. So for Sony Ericsson, the opportunity cost, missing out on smartphones, turned out to be far from speculative. To think about opportunity cost practically, we should ask three questions. The first question is, and then what? We begin initiatives because they seem interesting or worthwhile in themselves, and they may be. But we're setting ourselves up for failure if we don't think through each step on the way to a clear, final goal. Laying out the chain of events necessary for success allows us to examine the viability of each link in advance. The second question is, compared to what? 
I made the point in the last episode that we can't know whether we've made a good decision until we've developed viable alternatives we can compare. The third question is, at the expense of what? Decisions about whether an initiative is worth it depend on what the initiative will take the place of. Sony's persistence in projects it had reason to believe were flawed made sufficient investment in more promising projects impossible. We mustn't fool ourselves that we'll figure out the money and the workload as we go along. If we're proposing to do something new, we need to say specifically what we're going to stop doing. My suggestion for today is using these three questions, and then what, compared to what, at the expense of what, think about your organization's most recent major decision. Would you say you evaluated opportunity cost in a deliberate way? Once we have a practical understanding of opportunity cost, we're ready to face another challenging truth. Need does not equal demand. And this will be our topic next time. Like opportunity cost, this idea is easier to agree with in principle than to put into practice. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person and share it on social media. And don't forget to subscribe yourself if you haven't already. If you'd like to receive my free twice-monthly email, which includes show notes and a summary of an important article on strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember that being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncie. Talk to you next time.